Enneagram 7, The Innocent Adventurer, The Enthusiast, Subtype, 1 to 1, Suggestibility, The Adventurer. Imagine, you may say, I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. I'm sure no matter how old you are, you would recognize these lyrics just about anywhere. Perhaps you're even singing along with the tune. Think about it for a moment. How does Lennon's Imagine make you feel? Does it remind you of a utopian world? A world of absolute harmony, love and tranquility. Does it put you in a state of bliss as you gently dive into the vast bosoms of a peaceful nirvana? Or does it feel like nothing more than a far-fetched dream? Our story is about a dreamer, a philosopher of sorts, who goes by the name of Arthur. Let me tell you something about Arthur. Where he is concerned, you cannot help but go beyond the pettiness of the world, throw caution to the wind and embrace the wonderful unknown. Just imagine red-hot coals glowing in the fireplace of a spacious living room that has three squashy leather sofas two pieces of ancient Egyptian pottery and an intricate mosaic porch ceiling that's hard to miss. There you see Arthur, with his head in the clouds, sitting by the burning flames, reflecting. As he warmed his hands on a hot cup of tea, Arthur couldn't stop smiling This was no serious character with the weight of the world on his freakishly broad shoulders. Oh no, not Arthur. Think of him as a composite of an everlasting optimist. Every speck of creation that may seem lifeless to you has a soul and a personality for our philosopher. Honestly, if you were anywhere in his vicinity, you'd let go of your worries and immerse yourself in the magic of the moment, even if only for a split second. Going back to our story, Arthur laid down his pen and took a slow walk around the room, still smiling. As you listen to the sound of my voice, you begin to feel something light about Arthur. Something ethereal that encourages you to free your mind from the shackles of needless worry and hop on an exciting wagon of innocence and play. 
He seemed exceptionally jovial today. And you begin to wonder, what was he so happy about? What had occupied his thoughts? Not what, but who. Annabelle was her name. Picture her, a tall, well-put-together woman with thin, slender legs, a round, dimpled face, and long, black, satin-like hair, and a fringe that shades her dark brown eyes, portraying a determined, uncompromising attitude in life. That clearly explains why she was the first woman CEO to break through the glass ceiling. Pretty impressive. But unlike Arthur, Annabelle was very loud, very assertive, and too pragmatic. She almost never talked about her feelings. She didn't care much about the affairs of the spiritual world, and her logical mind was almost impossible to switch off. Perhaps you may be thinking, but these are two contrasting personalities. How could they possibly have a successful relationship? What binds them together? Well, you're not the only one to think such thoughts. In fact, no one who really knows Arthur would describe his relationship as milk and honey. At best, he was acting on a whim, chasing the next shiny thing, and his friends knew it. Now, it's not that he didn't know how to love. He did. But his concept of the word was a universal one, like the birds and the bees sucking nectar from every pretty flower stumbled upon. So don't be surprised to hear him say things like, this was love at first sight. I'm going to marry her. Or... She's the one. All of a sudden, you see Arthur with butterflies in his stomach picking up the phone, as though it had been ages since he last contacted his sweetheart. Arthur, what is it now? A quivering, raspy voice was heard that almost sounded annoyed. Calling me around half past two in the middle of the night, the pitch of Annabelle's sleepy voice changed as she leaned over to check the time. Sorry to wake you, my love. Been meaning to ask you something. You can almost hear the enthusiasm in his voice. The kind that keeps you up all night. You may be wondering, what is going on? What is he up to? The next morning, they met at a local cafe, a few kilometers away. And that's when our guy spilt the beans. After only three weeks of dating Annabelle, he asked her to move in. Although flattered, the smile on Annabelle's face slowly turned upside down, as this was too quick a move for her. How do you think Arthur reacted? Was he heartbroken? Shocked? Confused? Disappointed? 
yes, frankly speaking, it was all of those things. There you see him, sitting loosely in his chair, with lost, dreamy eyes, taken by the jazz that was softly playing, disconnected from reality, he crawled back into his own little bubble again. Because in his world, he was fine. Annabelle was fine. And every other thing on the planet was just fine. Allow me to shed some light on what went down with our philosopher. You see, Arthur had trouble staying grounded in the material realm in the physical reality because things felt better for him in his world and even though retreating into his shell felt briefly better it disconnected him from the here and now so here's a suggestion that may prove useful to Arthur or you to build the utopia that Lennon described and that includes your own utopia, is to be a dreamer who does not shy away from the good, the bad, and the uglies of life. That kind of dreamer knows the only way out is always through. <laughs>